0: The mayor of Kiev says that Russia-fired drones packed with explosives at the center of Ukraine's capital again today. Officials say at least three people were killed. Volodymyr Grystan was at a train station in central Kiev when he spotted one of the drones overhead. Kreisden says police fired at the drone with assault rifles when it suddenly turned toward them and they ran underground. The deadly, days long Russian bombardment has knocked out power and water supplies in several cities. In response, the White House is speeding up shipments of air defense systems to Ukraine, part of an additional authorization of $725 million in arms and equipment for Ukraine. Now, John Kirby is with us. He is the White House National Security Coordinator for Strategic Communications. Uh, Admiral, uh, Russia is expected to hold its annual nuclear forces drills soon. and This year feels a lot more ominous considering Vladimir Putin's threat to use nuclear weapons. What will the U.S. be looking for to ensure that this isn't something more than just drills?
1: Well, we're certainly going to be monitoring this exercise, as we do every year. A, this is an exercise that the r- Russians could perform annually. Uh, to uh, to test and evaluate their strategic uh, uh, nuclear capabilities. And again, we'll watch it as closely a- as we can. Everything we have seen to date tells us that this is a, 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 a an exercise that will be conducted normally uh, within the bounds of the way Russia has done it in the past. Um, and uh, we do expect that as a part of this exercise, they'll be moving some of these strategic assets around. Uh, but again, we see no indication that... Uh, that either this exercise or in other contexts, the uh, President Putin has decided to move forward with the use of a, a mm-hmm. nuclear weapon or weapon of mass destruction inside Ukraine.
0: I just remember the last time Russia was running drills, that was uh, right before they invaded Ukraine. So I think maybe that that worries uh, a lot of people, Admiral.
1: Yeah, no, look, I understand that, and that's why I said we're going to be watching this exercise as close as as we can. But what? Well, but but the indications we have now. Uh, are that this will be conducted uh, within the normal bounds very similar to exercises that they have had uh, that they had last year. I would I would like to just characterize the, the exercises we saw last year in advance of the invasion were not just these nuclear exercises. They were other more conventional exercises too that did that did, you know, prepare their forces for the ultimate invasion. How would the US
0: deter a dangerous nuclear power from further escalation? How would that work? Well,
1: I, th- there's a a variety of means that we would use uh, to try to deter the use. We have uh, already made it very clear publicly and privately to the Russians that should they m- move forward with a weapon of mass destruction or a, a nuclear weapon of whatever size, uh, that there would be uh, severe consequences uh, for for Russia, for the Kremlin, uh, and, of course, there would be consequences across uh, the region. Uh, again, we're watching this very, very closely. Um, we, uh, we have seen nothing that would uh, cause us to change our strategic deterrent posture. And a change in our posture would be another way uh, of trying to help uh, deter such use. But again, we've just not seen any indication that 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 decision has been taken or that they're even preparing for the possibility of of that sort of a decision.
0: I know Ukraine's president, uh, Volodymyr Zelensky, keeps calling for more sanctions and and more weapons, specifically long-range Patriot missiles. Is that something, uh, uh, Admiral, that uh, the U.S. is prepared at any point to say yes to?
1: I don't want to get ahead of decisions that we haven't made yet with respect to capabilities to Ukraine. As you uh, said just before we started talking last week, we announced yet another package of security assistance, our 23rd. This brings to more than $17 billion, uh, the kinds of security assistance that we've given to Ukraine just in the military front alone since the invasion. Um, And that's significant. We're going to continue to do that. And we are doing it in lockstep with the Ukrainians. eh? We talked to them almost every day about what their needs are. As you heard, when President Biden spoke to President Zelensky last week, he promised that we would continue to provide air defense capabilities to Ukraine, and and we will do that. We've been doing it, quite frankly, since the very beginning of the war, when we were starting to send Stinger missiles, and ultimately ended up uh, over 1,400 of them were provided to Ukraine, as well as helping them acquire an S-300 system and other long-range defense systems. In fact, just last week, Secretary Austin was in... Brussels meeting with the contact group for Ukraine, 50 some odd nations and nations like Germany and Spain have agreed to now pony up uh, various levels of air defense capabilities uh, to the Ukrainians that they'll be able to use in, in relatively short fashion.
0: And is the Biden administration still committed to sending aid to Ukraine for as long as Russia is attacking or occupying Ukraine?
1: President Biden has been crystal clear. We're going to continue to support Ukraine for as long as it takes.
0: And one last thing, Admiral, OPEC's decision to cut oil production seems to be a clear signal to the White House on where the Middle East stands in this conflict. How
1: will the U.S. respond to that? The president wants to take a look at uh, what his options are. You heard him say there'll be consequences, and there will be. He wants to review this bilateral relationship and make sure that it's actually performing in the best interest of the American people and our national security. And so he wants a, a, a wide-ranging, comprehensive review. He wants to include members of Congress in that. Again, I won't get ahead of the president's uh, thinking, but, uh, but, but we, he'll be presented options to consider.
0: White House National Security Coordinator for Strategic Communications, John Kirby. Thanks a lot. Thank you. This message is brought to you by NPR sponsor, Lisa, in collaboration with West Elm. Discover the new natural hybrid mattress, expertly crafted from natural latex and certified safe foams, designed with your health and the planet in mind. Visit leesa.com to learn more. Support for NPR and the following message come from Bombas. Bombas makes absurdly soft socks, underwear, and t-shirts. And for every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Get 20% off your first purchase at bombas.com slash NPR and use code NPR.
1: All that sitting and swiping, your body is adapting to your technology. Learn how and what you can do about it. I really felt like the cloud in my brain kind of dissipated.